Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to another episode of Fred Speaks. And just wanted to get started back with my podcast. I had um, a transition going on there where I uh, had to move to a different platform of doing my podcast. But I am proud to, and glad to be back. Uh, to working on my podcast because it is something that I get a lot of joy out of this doing being able to do the podcast um, and because I love to be able to share and I pray that uh, these podcasts are a help to someone uh, because they are very beneficial to me uh, to be able to share. Uh, so we're going to get right on into uh, our quote of the day, which is, I want to happen to my life. I don't want my life to happen to me. And I was thinking about that when I heard this, uh, you know, and it's kind of unfortunate that it was something that uh, I heard after being made aware of someone passing away. And the person uh, was 52 years old and uh, had a massive stroke. Uh, So I was thinking about, you know, the, you know, quote, um, I want to happen to my life. I don't want my life to happen to me. And I thought about being in, you know, a game. And the whole purpose of being on a team is you want to be able to get in the game. You know, you want to be able to contribute. You want to be able to to make a difference, to be a help to your teammates. And if you've ever been the person that didn't get in the game, you're basically sitting on the sideline and you're watching the game unfold and and watching your teammates. You're watching the interaction of the crowd. And but you're sitting on the sideline, not able to contribute. And I know some will say, well, you can be on the sideline, but you can be cheering and, you know, shouting words of encouragement. But it's nothing like being in the game and being able to contribute uh, to the outcome of the game uh, in a positive way. And so with that, I want to get right on into my subject uh, today, uh, or my subject for this podcast, which is, are you living your life? And there's a lot of things that can come to your mind when you hear, uh, such as, uh, subject, are you living your life? And most people will be like, well, I'm out, I'm doing my thing. I'm going to clubs, I'm hanging out, I'm going on vacations and trips and 
you know, I'm doing, I'm drinking, um, you know, whatever it is, you know, you consider to be entertainment. Um, but what I want to get into when I say, are you living your life? Are you living a life that is making a difference? That is a benefit to others. That when you are no longer on this earth, that people won't remember you for, um, you know, you was just this, you know, party animal or, you know, you were the life of the party. Um, you know, very shallow things uh, that people would remember you by. But would people remember you because you made a difference? And I know some will say, well, you know, the life of the party he made me smile. He made me this or that, you know, because he was just that person that. But I'm talking about making a difference that. You have such an impact on people that they can remember, um, you know, not just because you were a party animal and you made them laugh and smile, but that your conversations with them uh, were words of encouragement, words that when you had, you know, a bad day, you know, this person provided words that were able to lift you, that you could always call on them and they they had the time for you. They would make time for you. Um, somebody that, you know, when you were kind of unsure about whether you could do something, and they were that voice to say, hey, you can do it. I believe in you. You can do it. Um, you know, that person that when you come into the room, it's not because you're going to do something silly or crazy that they're looking forward to. But when you come into the room, they're like waiting on the opportunity to converse with you, to be around you. They just wanted to be in your presence because they felt safe. They felt like life had meaning, that life was worth living. Um, and all because of you. And so when I hear that question, are you living your life? That, and like I said, the first thing comes to my mind is like, dang, am I doing, you know, if, am I enjoying myself? And that's part of living your life. But life is so much more that, you know, we all have a purpose of being here that, you know, it's some you know, young child or some adult, you know, some co-worker, some friend, um, that we can make a tremendous impact on their life. 
not that when we leave here, they're just boohoo crying and, and they just can't, but they just remember, they remember the impact that you made. So going back to the quote, uh, I, I want to happen to my life. I want to make an impact on my life so, so great that people will have a love and joy um, that my mom is like, oh, he's my worst son. No, but she would be like, uh, my son, he loved me. He showed me. He was there for me. I wasn't. I was his mom and I raised him, but man, when he became to be a man or a teenager, that he had such a presence about him that it drew others to him, that even I was drawn to him because of who he was. I was not trying to get away from him and push him away because he was on a path that it wasn't a help to others, but it was a distraction or a problem to others. But living your life, and like I said, you know, a lot of people will say you're not living your life if you don't go out, you know, you don't, you know, go on vacations and trips and everything. And like I said, those things have their place. But when I think about living your life, you have one life on this earth and what kind of legacy or impact do you want to leave? What do you want on record? And I thought about this as I began to break it down. And the first thing that came to mind is God. That having... God in my life, that he is number one, number one, because if I don't have him, it won't be about helping others. It will be about being selfish and only thinking about myself. But having God, having Jesus Christ in your life, he was not selfish. He always cared about others. He always set an example of what it was to care for others, to put himself in the background and focus on the needs of others. I was thinking about an instance of where he did something with his disciples because he wanted to set the example of what it was to have true 
love for others beyond yourself. And I'm not saying you shouldn't love yourself because you need to have, you know, a love for yourself that you can take that and spread that to others. Not selfishness, but the care for others because you know that you are loved, that God loves you. And you know that without a shadow of a doubt. You know he loves you. And in knowing that he loves you, you have a foundation that you can share that with others. And that that's where you start to connect with others is because you know that God loves you. And in knowing that God loves you with all of your faults and your failures and disappointments and everything, he's able to look beyond that and still see that you have a need of him. And so then I believe that once you know this, it is a strength and a power in your life that now you can now share that with others. And so that's the number one thing is that you have God and that you know that God loves you. And in him loving you, a human being, like I said, with faults and failures, you can now take that love and not look down on others, but realize that others need help as well. And and, and the first thing is they need God. So I believe, number one, that you have to have God in your life. And then two is you don't have to uh, overcome or take, you know, take on the whole world. But if you just look around, whether it's at church or in your neighborhood or at work, there's somebody that is crying out for help. Somebody that needs some guidance, somebody just that needs somebody to take up time with them. If it's nothing but in the morning when you see them to say, good morning, how are you? Or to when you see them to compliment them. To, to show love and kindness, which God had shown to you. And to show that love and kindness, uh, to be consistent. And that is something I was thinking about in my, with my own self, is being consistent. That you may not know it, but the, somebody may need to hear good morning how are you that you took the time to speak to them to acknowledge them it you just don't know uh the wonders that can do for that person 
But so then, you know, some people will feel like, well, I got to do this massive thing that I may leave a legacy or make an impact uh, in this life. But you don't have to, it does not have to be a huge number of people that you make a difference in their lives. If it's just one person, you've did more more than the most. Because most people are selfish and only think about themselves. So if you can impact one, you've made a big difference. You've made an impact. And God, I believe when he did the communion with his disciples and he washed their feet, he showed humility. He came down. He was God Almighty. He was God in the flesh. But he came down and he washed their feet. He, he had wine and bread with them and he washed their feet. I want, to th- I want you to think about that. He washed their feet. And, and I'm not saying you're going around washing people's feet. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm just trying to get you to, to see the that he was so humble. He was the greatest amongst, amongst them, but he came down. He was humble. And he washed their feet. And he was setting an example of true humanity, of caring for somebody other than yourself. That look out for each other, be there for each other. It was deeper than just washing the feet. He was trying to show them what it really means to live, to make a difference, to to have an impact. That is deeper. And and, and like I said, people get stuck on he washed their feet. But I'm, I'm only emphasizing on that because he was showing them and setting an example of being a servant to serve, to to care about somebody other than yourself. So much so that you were willing to come down. You might see somebody that is going through something. And they may be in a place that you're not used to. You're not. It's not how you've. You know, lived your life, you, you know, and so you may not want to get in that, you know, it's it's almost like uh something that is sticky or dirty or muddy or whatever. You don't want to get into that because 
I don't want to get sticky and dirty and muddy. I don't want to get that. So, and if I get into that, that's what's going to happen. But do you not know that when you uh, reach out to someone and sometimes it does get sticky and dirty and muddy and you're like, man, I didn't, oh God, I didn't want to be get involved with that. And you don't have to get stuck in it, but you set an example and you start to show this person that if you need me, I'm here for you. And 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 there's there's certain situations that you know require some professional help. But the impact you're having is that the person realizes that somebody does care. That even though you may not be able to provide them the total help that they need, but that you can recommend and 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 uh talk to someone that can help them. And that person now realizes that, you know, there is somebody that cares. But number one, it has to start with God and then the willingness to be able to impact somebody that you see, you know, whether it's in your neighborhood or uh, at work, at church, you know, just if it's just one. Jesus, he fed 5,000 one time, um, you know, just women and children. And in the eyes of the people, I'm quite sure that was a great feat. A great miracle. To feed all of those people with the, the small quantity of what he had available. But the impact was that somebody was hungry. Somebody was hungry. And they did not have another source to eat, to for somebody to provide them food. And so he took the time and he performed a miracle. And you may not be able to impact 5,000, but it could be some young man at church that is crying out that, you know, he may not have sufficient clothing or food to eat. But you can provide a few things for him that he realizes that he or she realizes that somebody does care. And as I'm 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 talking uh on this podcast, I I can see uh so many different things that I need to be happening 
or I want to happen to my life. That I want to make that impact. That I want to be able to put a smile on someone's face. That really, when they think about it, don't have too much to even smile about. Or can't even think of anything to smile about. But just something that in the eyes of the rich might seem very small. But in the eyes of this person, uh, it's massive because because someone took the time, took the time to truly live their life, to live their life to the point where it's not about me, but it's about others being of service, being available. Uh, being someone that others can talk to, that others feel, they feel, they don't just hear hear words, but they feel the care, the concern, the love. They feel it. They know it's there. You know, even when it comes to I was thinking about a dog, and I had several dogs, you know, growing up. And I remember one one dog that I that I had that he was my favorite. He was a pit mixed with German Shepherd, I know, and he. He loved me. He would like be waiting when I would come out of the house. He would be waiting and he was just he had that anticipation of like it seemed like what are we going to do today? Where are we going? I want I want to be by your side. I want to walk with you. I could see that that he loved me and I loved him. And I was thinking about another dog that I had that, you know, I didn't show the care and I didn't take up time with him. And he was like, you know, trying to go everywhere. But at at my house, he wanted he, he was looking for love. He was looking for somebody to care and take up time with him. So he would be everywhere over the neighbors and different places whatever and we didn't know where he was at but the dog that felt love felt uh someone cared he would wait outside the door waiting on the door to open and waiting on me to take up time with him he was looking forward to it and i say that to say this is that an animal has a desire to be loved. And a human being is so much greater than an animal. And there are so many human beings that are waiting, looking, 
for somebody to love them. And so the, the, there is a lot of an opportunity and for us to, to live our lives to the point where we can make an impact. Again, I, when I, like, like I said earlier, when I hear that question, are you living your life? The first thing that came to mind or comes to mind is, are you doing everything you can for yourself? Are you doing everything you can for yourself? Are you enjoying yourself? And I just want to let everybody know that it's listening to this podcast or will will be listening to it, that to have a fulfilled life is about being of service to others. There will be time for you to enjoy yourself. But my thing is the enjoyment, the fulfillment is so much greater when you can be of service to somebody else. That when you, at the end of your day, you can sit down and you can say that I'm glad I took the time to speak to this person. I'm glad I took the time to listen to this person or to help this person or to be there for this person. I'm glad that I took the time. Because life is 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 as a vapor. It it it's it can be here and gone the next moment. And so you don't know what others are going through, but just to take the time to be of service, to be available, to help, to encourage. That's truly, truly, truly living your life. They have a song, say, I'm living my best life. And I, and I may have the title wrong, but that's the, the, the hook in the song is I'm living my best life. And I thought about that. The best life. Hmm. The best life. When you are on your hospital bed and you know that it's a matter of time before you're going to be gone. Partying, uh, uh, clubbing, vacationing, trips, uh, money, none of that stuff will matter. And the people, the people, yes, the people, that's what will come to mind is you want to uh, reach out. You want to, uh, if there's any issues or, or anything that you, you know, you've had between somebody, you, you start to think about these things and you want to reconcile. You want to, you don't want to leave here with a bunch of crap knowing that you have the opportunity to make it right. And so in saying that, 
you can see that you can do all the things for yourself. But at the end of the day, it's what kind of impact did you have on this life? Did you happen to life or did life happen to you? And I want to be one that I happen to life and not waiting around for the inedible to happen. But I want to make a, an impact. And like I said, this this podcast is like it's it's uh, food for thought. It is something that it really has me thinking, even as I'm doing the podcast, because you can spend so many years and time, so much time just worrying about yourself and when there's so many others that need you, that you can make a difference in their lives. So with that, I want to say that I I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and that you you have some comments and thoughts on it. But it is truly time for us to really live our lives and in living our lives, being of servitude, being of service to others, making an impact, leaving a legacy that is it's more than money. But it's it's a it's a lifestyle of how we should live, how we should be more like Christ and be an example for our children, for our friends, our family, um, and those that we come in contact with that it, it's more than just self. It's about us. So with that, I want to say uh, that we welcome you to uh, listen for for more upcoming uh, podcasts, Fred Speaks. And I just want to say, live your life to the fullest, but make sure you have a good understanding of that. It's more than self. It's about being a help to others. Thank you.